All right, good people, you know who it is and what it is. I am Mr. Dark Eye. You tuned in to the Mr. Dark Eye podcast right here on Anchor FM, New Soul Music Radio, the home of motivation motivation to trust God and live your dreams. Today, I have another great show with a great person in the building that came to see me today. What can I say about her? She got it on paper. She sent it to me to make sure I get the introduction correctly. Uh, what can I say about her? She owns her own LLC. She is the definition of being a woman of faith. She is everything from a certified life coach, empowerment speaker to an author and an influencer. Uh, She uses her education, expertise, and life experience to provide a new look and approach to life to help uplift and empower women who are in need of an example of someone who does not give up. And I will say that she does not give up ever since I've seen her working. She ain't stopped not one time. Uh, other services and products that she has is Empowerment Apparel, uh, Empowerment Toolbooks, uh, one-on-one Empowerment Life Coaching. Uh, she's an empowerment speaker that you can book for your next event. She'll give that uh, contact information a little later. And uh, she um, uh, she is a mental detox advocate. That's a nice <laughs> title right there. I like that because at the end of the day, we definitely got to dig into mental health. I'm, 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 a, I'm an advocate as well. So who am I talking about? The wonderful, beautiful, and uh, multi-talented, gifted Faith Franks is in the building. What's up, girl? Hi, everybody. <laughs> How are you? Hi, Mr. Dark Eye. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got to bring you on. I, I told her before we got on air, I'm bringing on all people I know. So these conversations can be organic and flow naturally. Cause like we said, you don't want to force it. You just damage it. And being the the great uh, uh, person that you are in the kitchen, you start talking about natural, <laughs> organic, and, and taking out the flavor. I heard you making those references to cooking. I heard you. <laughs> I'm putting on blast, y'all, because she... Yeah, yeah you put me on blast. Yeah, because she... um. She had this pump, well, not pumpkin, not pumpkin. I'm gonna let me get this right. Sweet potato cheesecake. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sweet potato cheesecake that she made for me, y'all. And I promise you, I'm down like to my last slice. I've been eating it every night. You know what I mean? Right? I started gaining some rolls or something, blaming on face. But it was absolutely delicious. I hit her up like, what, two o'clock in the morning to let her know how good this power. <laughs> But uh, yeah, she gives she gives it that. What else you What else you make in the kitchen though? What else you do? I can get pretty much anything. Oh, but word! I, yeah, yeah. I do desserts and I do food. Hey, I've been brought up with my my grandparents teaching us how to cook, so yeah, we got to know how to cook, right? That's what's up. That's what's up. You 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 you. No box stuff. No box. None of that. None of that. I seen uh recently they posted that Heinz was making macaroni and cheese in a can. You seen that? Really? Yeah. I didn't see that. Oh wow. <laughs> they going they doing way too much. Yeah, they're doing too much. You got <laughs> you, too much. Yeah, you got you gotta keep making the scratch. It's better. I was already upset about the box, but then they're gonna put it in the can. Wow. And, yeah. Yeah. So so with all these things that you got going on, Faith, or whatever, where did it start for you? What you know what I mean? Like did you always see yourself as being a life coach or speaker, author, what what was the beginning? Right, the beginning that I tend to find out is like coming up younger, 
it's like I always had somebody coming to me. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like I turned into this counselor sharing things because from coming up from a kid, losing my dad at age seven to murder. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So it's like you don't grow up in a normal household with two parents. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, of course, you know, losing my dad at seven. Mom has to be that single mom to raise us with her village because, you know, it, it take a village. It took a village for her to help raise the children she had at the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, grandparents jump in, aunts and uncles jump in to be mm-hmm. those mentors. Well, just in life in general, you don't have both sides. It's like you have to have other mentors to jump in and help you. So coming up in that, you know, you know, having that feeling of the missing of like you missing something great because you don't have your actual biological father mm-hmm. to pour into you and share into you. And you look around and you seeing this mm-hmm. and you like, God, I'm missing something. But then accepting Christ at age 11, wow. you know, and you know, you always hear the older people in, in ministry say, oh, he'll be a father for you. He'll be a, you know, he'll be that lawyer for you. He'll be those substitutions. But what I found out about God is that he worked through people, mm-hmm. you know, to bring you the things that you need to help you along your journey. So with all the mentors and all the other people feeling in the gap from where my, you know, that missing spot with my dad and going through my own life changes as I come up and mature and life in general, going through that dark place in life, you know, you know, get gets married, end up in an abusive marriage, you know, almost lost my life, you know, and at that dark place and then God snatching me out of those dark places. Mm. So it's just like, as my life began to just unfold year after year, I begin to gain wisdom and knowledge in God, having my faith in God, it helped me get to where I am now. Mm. And so looking at that then and, and God pouring into me and I'm just staying in the line of his faith and his word and just receiving that wisdom from him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, like, I got to do more. Like, it's, it's it's almost like you get this responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like, God, who is the nation of people that's assigned to me that I can use the tools that you gave me when I was that being that one-on-one with you and that behind closed doors, you know, in my prayer life, in, in, you know, in my word and, and staying in you. And these are the tools that you gave me to not slip into depression, you know, mm-hmm. when it felt like I was. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, slip into deep anxiety when when it when it was actually happening. You know, crying myself to sleep, drinking tears for food. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, I say I gotta pull myself out. And when I when I when I was going through those dark times, it's like my phone kept ringing. Mm-hmm. You know, now my marriage hadn't fell apart. Mm-hmm. And I had to walk out of my marriage because of, you know, safety, you mm. know, insanity. Mm. And, you know, you got people calling my phone over petty stuff like y'all can fix that. Like mm-hmm. my situation was different. And, you know, just encouraging. You know, I, and I remember praying to God. I said, God, if I got to lose my marriage just mm-hmm. to encourage somebody else's marriage to keep theirs. I said, I'll take that assignment. I say, whatever it is that you are using this space that I'm going through for whatever the nation of people that's assigned to me, like, I won't renege. I won't say no. And, you know, I just remember telling, kept telling myself, 
I will not fail the next generation that's coming behind me. Mm. I will not fail the generation that I am in now. And that I want to make sure that I'm completing those assignments and what God gave me. I feel like in life, we go through these these dark places and we journey through them and we travel through them and we feel like we are alone. But really, in all actuality, it's people that's going through probably worse than you, mm -hmm. but also similar situations. And you don't only go through it for yourself, but you go through it for those nation of people that's assigned to you. So now I found myself you know, as God began to reveal, you know, as I'm on my path, you know, this is where I end up. It just kept going back. I remember having a vision of um, God just showing me like, this is the space that you're going to be in. You're going to be in a space where you edify. Mm -hmm. So I went and I just looked up all the things on edification mm -hmm. and pretty much edification was pretty much pouring into empowerment into people mm -hmm. to get them to a better mental state and get them to a better place in life where they're not stuck. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of like you helping them get them sharing words of empowerment with them to help break chains off their mental state of mind to help them get, to, get them in a better place so they can move forward, get out of that paralyzation state, get out mm -hmm. of that stuck state. Because mm -hmm. sometimes the things we go through, if we ain't careful, it will paralyze us Oh yeah, yeah. And, and have us in a stuck place. Mm -hmm. So I was like, God, I remember just saying and praying and say, God, whatever my purpose is in this, you know, just reveal it to me. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to renege on what you're actually calling me to do. And so I found myself in the empowerment and speaking space. And then my writing became a therapist, you know, pretty much writing became therapy to me. Mm -hmm. And so I remember um, just saying, you know what, I'm going to take all of this that I did on, um, I did a 21 day just empowering myself, empowering my mind, breaking and disrupting mm -hmm. cycles in my thinking mm -hmm. because all of the abuse and hell that I went through, you know, if you're not careful, you begin to believe certain things when people begin to verbally abuse you and things oh, yeah. like that. And you just want to make sure I remember kept telling myself, it's not what you said about me, it's what God said about me. Yep. And I began to just go back and dig those seeds up. Mm -hmm. and plant the word of God back into my life and back into, you know, my life of guarding so that I can get that harvest and then I can share with other people. And I would just remember taking all what I did on those 21 days consistently. I did it every day, consistently nonstop for 21 days. And, you know, of course, anything you do for 21 days breaks a habit. Anything mm -hmm. you do for 90 days become a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And I did it on repeat. Mm -hmm. And I put it in, I just... You know, took it all together, put it in a book, mm -hmm. and published it. That's and you happen to be my book cover yeah, designer. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly so right. I did. I ended up going back and did edition two to that, and then now okay. I'm, I'm gonna be dropping another empowerment book here in another two weeks. So that's this is up. this is where it got me to the speaking and empowerment and, and writing as an author in, in this space. So wow. Well, yeah. um, just the start of that. Um, you know, losing, what you say, seven or eight? You yeah, lost I your was, father? Yeah, I was seven, seven. I was seven years old. My dad was mur brutally murdered. It made national TV. It made national news. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the, the God has a way of just being God. Yeah. And I remember um, the, the murderers, their baby sister used to reach out to my mom and ask her, can she just pick me up and just kind of you know, spend time with me and talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, normal people would probably right. be like, no, you can't do that. Right, right. But she would, um, 
just spend time with me, you yeah. know? So I remember, you know, she did it consistently three years. I was like seven, then turned eight, turned right. nine. She was still, you know, just encouraging me, just wow. sharing encouragement with me. She wow. would come pick me up, mm -hmm. um, take me to get food and just share encouragement with me. And I, I remember her, she just kept apologizing for what her brothers did. You know, taking, you know, someone's father away from their children, you know, and she just didn't want to be that person to add mm -hmm. to the negative side of the side of it. Mm -hmm. She wanted to find a way to give back. Right. So that's what she would do. And Lord, God bless her. She passed away in an accident at a young age, mm. um, you know, a few years after that. But it's it, it was just one of those things that you know, you always like, what is that like? Mm -hmm. Like to have, you know, your father at your sweet 16 or what is it like to have mm. your father during these years? And it's just like, I had to depend on God to help heal those areas, you know? I, I think that um, it's just, uh, it was beautiful, the fact that, that all of that happened after the fact to, to give you some some coping mm -hmm. mechanisms after the fact because I can only imagine how traumatizing that could have been mm -hmm. to lose your father at that young age um and then um but having everybody to come to your corner and be there for you that's dope mm -hmm. and uh and just to see you being able to smile about it right now mm -hmm. that's beautiful you know um how did that affect you because I know um a lot of women you know go through life without a father and it affects their relationship with men. Do you think that that really had an impact on your relationship with men? I feel like it, um, it has, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, not knowing what to really look for mm -hmm. because you know, like your uncles don't talk to you about this stuff. Right. Not, <laughs> you know? no, they don't. They don't. Um, I don't talk to my niece about stuff right, like that. Right, I don't right. even want to have that conversation. <laughs> so it's like, um, I believe before I grew in maturity in God, mm -hmm. it did. And okay. I, I feel like, you know, not really knowing, you, you go through life and not really knowing what to expect, what to look for, right. what the red flags are. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you know, we got technology, you got information right. now. Yeah, you got it now. So, yeah. <laughs> so I believe that's what chose me to pick the wrong man. Okay, okay. I put it that way. Okay. And that has had an effect on me a lot, mm -hmm. picking the wrong man to love. Mm. So, but mm. now that I'm in a space with God, you know, even though, even when we in a space with God, we don't know everything mm. about picking the right man. Mm -hmm. But now that, you know, having access to the wisdom of God now, mm -hmm. like going through the counterfeit men, going through the wrong men, and that being an effect, on me, like I said, I got to change me. Mm -hmm. I got to continue to work on the inner me and change me and learn more of that wisdom and knowledge and know what to look for. And, you know, so I believe it does. I believe it did for me. Right. I don't, um, you know, maybe other women out here can experience that and attest to that too. Mm -hmm. But I believe for me, yeah, it did have an effect on me picking the wrong men. So. Right. And did it come down to you? Um, Cause I know, um, what they call it, like daddy issues that they called it or whatever. And it makes you want to seek like a father figure in men. Was you seeking like that father figure to fill that void? Um, or not necessarily that? Not, not necessarily that. I think it was more like, um, 
like I said, I think it was more like picking the wrong ones. Yeah. Um, because like father figures, it was more like looking looking to like having somebody like to to play that part where it's like he's providing everything or doing, you know what I'm saying? Like playing a role almost like a father, but not necessarily a father though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. from that perspective, but you wasn't necessarily looking for that. Okay. I wasn't looking for that. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> but um, cause I, I I was the one that usually come and still help out. Right. You know, meeting them halfway, help out, and uh, and I think a lot of times that I guess that's a personal choice. I guess that's on a whole nother podcast when you're dealing with relationships. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think it was more so picking mm-hmm. my my choice of men picking mm-hmm. the wrong men right. and not knowing what to look for and knowing what those flags are yeah because like it's some tricksters out here because <laughs> you know now like having somebody sit you down and like look i'm gonna just be raw with you yeah straight uncut. It, right straight right yep. so like this is what you need to look for this mm-hmm. is what you need to avoid like now our bishop has those kind of daughter talks with us like he come raw with it like this this and this Mm -hmm. like you know so I was like man like I wish I had like a father figure to sit down with me and be this raw right Uh you know that's that uncut stuff you know like so now it's just like I'm taking all in in consideration now just like taking all every every piece of wisdom I can get Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm and yeah. um, use it and apply it because yeah. I was like, I don't want to go down that road anymore. Like, I don't want to be picking right. the wrong ones. I don't want the the joke of the occupy the space of the king in my life. Oh, I, don't, I just don't now. want that. I hear you. you know? I heard that. That's what's <laughs> you know? up. <laughs> so it's like now, I say I'll be single as long as I have to be single until you know, until that change comes into my life or to that until God, you know, make that connection. Right. Plus, I, I, I look at it like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, men are, I guess you could call this, like, natural hunters. So, I feel like any woman that's just concentrating on herself and being her best self, you know what I'm saying? You know, you you living your, your life mm-hmm. to the fullest, maximizing all your potentials and everything you got going on or whatever, you ain't got the search. He gonna spot you. He gonna see you. And he gonna come over and he gonna approach you like he's supposed to. He ain't gonna be in your DM and all that other inappropriate stuff. He gonna come to you face to face and talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, like we were saying earlier, and it's gonna feel natural. It's gonna, like, you know, the mm-hmm. natural ability of it all. Um, and I think that just in life in general, with everything that we do, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, those kinds of decisions in life um, that you make where you have this personal desire to want things to be done a certain way, but we have to remember that we have to give up our ways for God's will. Right. You know what I'm saying? Our right. preference for his purpose. And it's difficult because we think we know what's best for ourselves. You know what I'm <laughs> right, saying? Right, I've been right. guilty of that for years. I think I know what I need, what I want. You know what I mean? Right. We, we, we spend so much time trying to tell God what we want. And it's like, just give me this. You know, we want to hit that fast forward button to get it mm-hmm. done quickly. But it's like, nah, because we we always in a hurry, but God is not. So that's right. We have to um, just remember that and uh, enjoy the ride along the way. But I think that what I see on the outside looking in to your situation, you doing exactly what you're supposed to. And you're consistent. Mm-hmm. I see that. Like, you don't <laughs> you don't let up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, and I was like, because I always get notifications when you own and you're doing something. So. 
Or like you you got so much gas, like you just keep going. Like where does that come from? Uh, I think it's just come from just the passion. Oh, okay. Like just I see it in your face. With, yeah, I see it. With the passion within, like I remember when I was in places where <laughs> it's like, man, I encourage a lot of people. Yeah. And I can get into a space and I'm just like, man. You 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 in that I've I been the one that you looking you looking around like God, you know, mm-hmm. I need somebody to pour into me. Yeah. You know, yeah. but then I find myself going right back to pouring into myself mm-hmm. and encouraging and motivating myself. Mm-hmm. And I had and I and I remember I said, God, now I remember why I got started. It always go back to that question, mm-hmm. why you got started. And I have that conversation with myself. Like, am I so passionate about this? I do it even if no money is involved. Mm -hmm. And so I was in that, you know, just having that conversation with myself. And I think it was just a passion. Mm -hmm. Like, I would do this whether I got paid or not. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so just the fact that getting results, Mm -hmm. you know, helping somebody get results, to being that solutionist, mm-hmm. you know, allowing God to work through you to be that solutionist. Because even people in my book that went through some some trauma times mm-hmm. and they did the tool book and came out victorious, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that God gets glory for that, mm-hmm. even if it was for just one person, mm-hmm. you know, so it's the passion for me. Mm-hmm. It's I'm, I'm very passionate about empowerment. Mm-hmm. I'm very passionate for seeing somebody come from a low place to a high place. Mm-hmm. Just all in using an entity of having that faith in God, knowing the power within themselves mm-hmm. and knowing how they can just use that and mm-hmm. apply that if they believe. It. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, add the, add the principles of work to it mm-hmm. and you get results and knowing that they, you know, you call them a year later, they still on track. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You call them two years later, they still on track. Yeah. You call them three years later, had a couple of hiccups, but I'm still on track. Yeah. You know, and they take the tools and repeat them. You mm-hmm. know, 21 days break a habit, 90 days is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And knowing that they're doing it on repeat and getting the results, I'm like, God, you get all the glory. Because mm-hmm. I remember starting this book. I think I shared this with you. Yeah, you probably did. Yeah. And um, starting the book and, you know, <laughs> You know, you you're investing in yourself, and you paying people to publish for you and different things like that. Mm-hmm. And they look at your project and say, mm, "You'll never sell any of these mm-hmm. with that book cover, or you'll never sell." Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I say, "Well, I say, you know, the awesome thing about it, I say, if God told me to do this assignment and I'm being obedient, mm-hmm. if one life is changed, yeah, I was obedient." Mm-hmm. It was just for that one person. Right. I say, but if it changed more people, then God still gets glory. Yeah. You know, so I said, it's not for everybody. No, it's not. It's only for the nation of people that's assigned to my assignment that God told me to go ahead and move forward on. So it's the passion for me. That's what's up. And I and you got a, just like an unbelievable <laughs> level of energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, how long it take you to wind down and go to bed at night? You be up late, huh? I be up late. You're I night up, out. But, but I be up late working. But, <laughs> That's what's up. But yeah, I be up creating. But That's yeah, I be up. Mine and, just be going. Yeah, but my, I, you know what else that is a, just a, I, I say a winner for me. Yeah. 
my my mentor, Dr. Miles Moreau. Uh-huh. And I keep playing this quote in my head that he always used to say. He said, he said, um, the greatest tragedy in life is not death. It's life without a purpose. Yeah. So every idea, every moment, every chance that I get to do empowerment or every chance I get to write a book or I get a new title or dimension of creativity come and ideas come mm-hmm. that I get to work on something or do something or uh, with that assignment, I think about purpose. You know, mm-hmm. it's me continue to feel my purpose. Every day that we wake up, I feel like that's resuming purpose mm-hmm. because purpose is within us. Mm-hmm. Whether we know what the full purpose, our purpose in life is, mm-hmm. just keep working your gifts mm-hmm. and your purpose going to align with everything where God is taking you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's just a simple prayer, praying and asking God. And I remember when Dr. Miles Moreau came to South Carolina to mentor us in an event, he said, where do you think the wealthiest place in the world is? And everybody was going through their brain trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And he said, y'all give up yet? Let let me just tell you. He said, the graveyard. Yeah, I've heard it. You know, so many people die with books, movies, Mm -hmm. podcasts, you know, businesses in them, Mm -hmm. you know, just all kind of inventions in them and they die Mm -hmm. they take this stuff to the grave with them Mm -hmm. and part of my prayer every day is God please I don't want to leave this earth into everything that you possibly can put in me to do Mm -hmm. to do to fulfill purpose leave my mark on the world pretty much whatever products whatever inventions whatever it is that in me to do I want to be completely done with it before you decide to call me home. So I that helps me keep a drive too. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't have a whole lot of time. Uh we don't. We don't have we don't know time. how much time we got. As, as we think we do. As, yeah, yeah, we don't know how much time we got. So I try to value those minutes and those hours and time just to work on whatever ideas that I do get and what ways I can fulfill purpose and just get it done, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm I'm sitting here listening to you just talking just just with this energy and everything like that. I'm thinking about how you be my life coach. I'm for real. Your energy is crazy. Like, and I love that because you don't be around people like like that all the time. Everybody ain't like that. It's so many people that's so mediocre and um they, you know, I don't know. It's just there's no fire there. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's kind of boring a little bit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But you definitely not boring. <laughs> I'm telling you hey, right now. Be, yeah, exactly, exactly, or whatever. And with the time, like I mean, with the short times that we have, that so many people has um, passed on and everything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we we are privileged to to run across. Uh, certain individuals, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, which mm-hmm. are kind of light and energy mm-hmm. or whatever. So mm-hmm. I thank God that uh, we, we've met in this lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, because I think that uh, when you when you had an opportunity to have these kinds of talks and conversations, there's just so much enlightenment that can come out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, so we, I'm telling you, I feel like um, we, um, all this time I've been knowing you, I think this is the long may, I don't know maybe maybe not the longest conversation possibly yeah. we ever had I think you've been hitting me yeah, it's, yeah. Been, it's been it's been yeah it's been it's been like um like quick quick uh convos but it's been powerful ones even though yeah. they were quick you know what I'm saying yeah. or whatever but um 
But there's one thing I want to tell you. As a matter of fact, I only got 30. We got like three minutes. I'm going to take, I'm going to, we're going to stop and I'm going to start it back or whatever. We're going to take a break, you know, whatever. Because um, I normally do like 15, 20 minutes, but this, see how good this is. Wow. This is, this is what's wow. up. We're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit more with Faith Frank, y'all. We'll be right back. We're going to take a break. Don't touch nothing. What up, people? It's your bro, fam, Mr. Dark, out here to remind y'all about the 15th annual Queen City Awards. The nominees has officially been announced, and we got three nominations. Mr. Dark, out for Gospel Artist of the Year, Male, New Soul Music for Small Business of the Year, and us as a community. The Mr. Dark, out podcast has been nominated for Podcast of the Year, but this is what I need y'all to do. The job ain't over. We got to go to queencityawards.com backslash voting and vote every single day all the way up until December the first cutoff time is noon and make sure y'all vote for me on all three of those categories all right every single day from your laptop your phone your tablets whatever device you got in the house all right now after that we're gonna see each other december the 11th fresh to life on the red carpet doors open up at 5 p.m at the connected foundation and wellness center in salisbury north carolina we gonna get all three of these awards we speaking it into existence i can't wait to see y'all man god bless you i love you all the support and love you've been showing me man i really do appreciate it all right you know it's mr dark eye it ain't nothing but motivation yeah All right, great people. We are back. You're listening to the Mr. Dark Guy podcast. And I got Faith Frinks in the building. And we still having an awesome conversation. And another transparent moment. We couldn't even remember what we was talking about before we got off air, y'all. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But it's all to the good. We asked the yeah. Lord to lead us back into the same energy of this conversation. Bigger and better. Mm-hmm. It's all good. But we was really having a good conversation before we got back on about educating our people on some things that we just discovered about our own journeys you know what i'm saying (laughs) um you know you know social media is a great tool it's a it's a great place and it can be a not so great place (laughs) but at the same time we 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 thank god for having a platform that we Mm -hmm. can um, sit on, sit at the crib, and 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 just push a button and let everybody know what you got going on. You could just mm-hmm. upload a video, and you know, because I come from an era where we had to hit the streets, mm-hmm. um, you know, you know, for people to know anything what I had going on. Because you know, coming up as an independent artist, that was the only way I could get anybody to know that I had any music out. But wow. now, social media has been a blessing. <laughs> it's definitely has been a blessing uh, you know but we was talking about marketing and all of that good stuff or whatever but being entrepreneurs business owners a lot of challenges that we face especially in the pandemic mm-hmm. um, you know a lot of stuff uh, tools and things that we was utilizing like Zoom I did so many Zoom meetings <laughs> it's crazy you know um um, you know, but it was a, it was it was great to be able to have that just to um, keep things going. Um, but we was talking about marketing though, and how important that is, and how we're able to use certain tools and things of that nature with Facebook and IG. So, with that being said, uh, 
we talked about your reels and stuff because I look because I, I happened to look at your I was like good God I'm out of faith getting it in like, yeah so but so that so this is something that has recently happened for you mm-hmm. right so is it how is it uh, making a difference in other areas are you able to capitalize off of these views yet you still trying to figure that yeah. out well it's happened so fast yeah it happened so fast and before i i didn't i didn't i never figured out the algorithms until you really like broke it down just now right right but knowing and having access to these tools and algorithms and just putting in the work like Mm -hmm. it took me like literally less than two minutes to upload a video right and it goes right back to what we were talking about earlier, the passion for empowerment. Uh-huh. Like, first, I empower myself uh-huh. first, you know, because what I share is for me, too. Uh-huh. Of yeah. course. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't feed folks feed something you right, won't right, eat. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, I, you know, if I know that it, you know, empowered me, I, I just say, hey, look, I'm going to empower, you know, I'm going to give value today. Right. And it literally take me less than a minute to upload a what 59 second video. Mm-hmm. And I remember I remember my coach telling us he was just like, Jeremy, he was just like, y'all are not sharing enough value. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not sharing enough value to as a speaker, as you know, just as a speaker, entrepreneur, whatever. You got to share value with people. Mm-hmm. You know, and you gotta, and and I was just sharing with you earlier, like you gotta look at it as would I do this for free mm-hmm. if no money was attached to it? Right. You know, some people want to wait till the money is attached. Mm-hmm. And what I share with people all the time is that if you really, really seek your purpose out, continue start saying no to things that don't line up with your purpose. And you know you you're not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. It's just that you're so tuned into making sure you aligning yourself with your purpose and making sure you'll be able to work in that space of your purpose. Mm-hmm. And so, in doing that, that that one little act, being obedient to that one little act, I didn't know it was gonna. Mm-hmm you know, make these algorithms mm. go crazy like this. You just never know But what it puts your name mm-hmm. in in front of the nation of people that needs to hear what you have to say at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, I just uploaded a video about um, you are more than a chapter. Mm-hmm. It's the power of your pen. You are more than a chapter. You are the book that they can't stop reading but who mm. today are you gonna power with your pen the bars right there's bars you know that's what i'm saying like say bars <laughs> <Yeah>. bars <laughs> so who today you know dark eye you're yeah. gonna empower with your pen you know so as you write your message of value today yeah. and you go back and you do it on video and yeah. you upload it on your reels mm-hmm. you don't know who of the million and hundreds that what and one of them videos like 200,000 200,000 people was going to need that word for that day mm-hmm. who are you going to power with your pen today like yeah. don't miss that opportunity to write value uh-huh. and then get your phone out use your voice and use your voice wow. you know they going to be the book that of you mm-hmm. they can't stop reading like they gonna always come to your book and say man dark i always have he always have value to share mm-hmm. like this i needed this today 
you don't never know. I uploaded a video on TikTok and a girl inboxed me and said, hey, you just don't understand. I was in a dark place. Thank you for all the videos you do. I was so depressed. I was thinking about uh, taking my life. And this was just uh, this was just two and a half weeks ago. Uh, so I was like, all right, well, you're going to be my new sister. You know, you, you have purpose in you. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I keep doing these videos is because of my purpose. It's because right. of my passion to empower. I don't know who is on the verge of taking their life for that day. Right. But if what if I was disobedient and not post? Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's you it. You don't know who would really go through with the act. Yeah. If they got it in their mind, see, that's what, you know, faith, mind, empowerment is all about. Having that tool to disrupt those negative thinking cycles. Right. You know, the cycles in the brain and the mind interrupt those cycles and break them in that subconscious mind so that you can get your thinking pattern back on track. Mm -hmm. You can get it, you know, get your your mind thinking life and not death. Mm -hmm. You know, okay, what if you do take your life and a million people that needed your gift now those million people suffering because they don't have you they don't have the gift that god put in you to you so those are the things that you know giving god that glory for like man i'm so glad i was obedient and post that video Mm -hmm. or man i was so that that one that one or two lines i just wrote and then turned it into a video Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's that's those are the kind of things you 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 look at and think about like god i thank you for that that one act of obedience mm-hmm. somebody's life has changed just that quick that's exactly right I, I know for me um social media at first for me was like i was trapped in the behind the fact that when you post stuff you're looking for the likes and the comments mm-hmm. and the views on everything or whatever and you and you're thinking that all right if they're not like you know i'm not getting those engagements then it's it must not be good content i must not be adding any value um but the great thing about what i learned early on with recording music uh music for me was the one area that i had confidence in like everything else i just completely was horrible at sports whatever (laughs) (laughs) football back i tried it all you know what i'm saying but I tried sports because I try to get girls in school, but it didn't work out. <laughs> oh, really? Nah, it didn't work out or whatever. But I started rapping though. You know what I'm saying? And that helped me build up my confidence because in, that was a world that I was able to create, and I could literally I felt like I could be whatever I wanted and do whatever I wanted to do with that. Like I created my own world with it. Um, and um, and I brought that. I, I I took that energy of that confidence and put it into everything else mm-hmm. so whenever I got on social media and it didn't seem like I was getting the energy that I wanted mm-hmm. it didn't bother me because I was like regardless of what they think I know something about myself that they'll eventually get right you know what I'm saying right. so I kept that going for years and I still had that, that confidence to this day and I can tell that there's people who you know, they, they puzzled on how, you know, what what's keeping me going because they look at my numbers. And it's like it's people out there that's doing way more numbers than me. But yet, you know, not this, you know, this is a no flex zone. I'm just saying, I haven't worked a job in, since 2016. Your consistency. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, so at the end of the day, a lot of people will be wondering, you like, how's he doing it? You know what I'm saying? But I know now more than ever before, I got to start giving more value on this. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just like, I'm on it. I'm working. You know what I'm saying? But I don't take time out to share 
a lot of times. Plus, on top of that, it's part of what I do. So I offer it as a service. So if you do want it, you're going to have to pay for it. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, I feel like um, I see a lot of people that I follow that that offer uh, this value. They they Because information is literally free. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the information can be life-changing. And I'm like, I got so much information for free over these years. Like, I need to do a little bit more of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you just gained a client. Yeah. I'm going to let you do my audio book. Okay, that's what's up. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Because another thing that I've that I've noticed is my consistency, and that's how time goes on. Um, you know, other people will see things in you, or other doors and opportunities open up. Like you're talking about, we was talking about before, like with radio and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You like you said, you can hear me on radio. So out of the blue, like here lately, I've been consistent with doing like promos and stuff for the podcast because I've been on it real strong, right? About 10, 11 o'clock at night, you know, um, got an inbox about asking me, do I offer a service for voiceover work? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, okay, so, okay. You know, I, ain't, I, I, I I was like, I have never done it, but I will. You know what I'm saying? You know, and we can right. and we can get it done. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, so, you know, so that just... I just noticed from that, like, you know, me being consistent with, with, you know, as I be more consistent and add value, you know, more things mm-hmm. open up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we, in this space, I feel like uh, overall, you know, um, at the level of consistency and commitment that we have with things, it educates us as we go along, yeah. go along. And I think that... Um, I so agree. Yeah, I think that, you know, ultimately, um, you know, that's the only way to really uh, break down them doors and get through to the next level, though. Because, you know, so many of us, I, I'm telling you, like, I think I'm, I think that what you're doing is, is so important because I'm all about, like, this show is motivation to trust God and live your dreams. That's the tag mm-hmm. for it. So it's like that space, I feel like, needs so much attention because I know so many people give up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. People don't even want to talk about their dreams, Faith. Like, have you noticed that? Yeah. They don't even want to talk about their dreams. Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, you know, I ain't, I ain't, that ain't what, I ain't, I ain't trying to do nothing. That's, they literally, that's what they had to be. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, too, um, a lot of people, uh, for experiences that happen in life, mm-hmm. um, some people actually start giving up. Yeah. They, you know, they give up hope. Um, well, I tried this, this didn't work out. Well, I tried this. This didn't work out. But you have to change your mindset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe certain things don't work out so we can learn new ways on how to get it done. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. don't I don't believe it is to give up on that. If that was a dream of yours, do 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 we look at all the billion dollar companies? Right. Look at look at Walt Disney's best friend. You might bring your dream to somebody, as in, um, hey, an opportunity to invest in in, in my dreams, mm-hmm. and they, and they try to kill it like, nah, that's not gonna work. Walt Disney's best friend right now is sick probably to this day mm-hmm. because he didn't invest in his best friend's dream of it. Right. You know. So my pray is now, God connect me to the right team to the right people because Jesus started his dream his business with 12 disciples right 
They weren't all perfect. Mm-hmm. But they had a skill. Mm-hmm. They had talent. They had gifts. Mm-hmm. Right? Gifts would come out repentance. Mm-hmm. I believe our gifts make room for us all the time. Mm-hmm. How we know. If we continue to stay dreaming and working at those dreams and feeding those dreams mm-hmm. through our gifts, something's going to work. Oh, yeah. It's definitely so going to work. It's, it's going to work. And mm-hmm. you have to believe and you have to put in the work. Mm-hmm. Like, just because this year wasn't maybe the best year you feel like your dream should have worked out, that don't mean you stop working. That don't mean you stop sowing and planning. Mm-hmm. My granddaddy was a farmer. Mm-hmm. His garden is still living to this day. His legacy is still living to this day through my through his children and through his um his son-in-law. Mm-hmm. So did my granddaddy dream die because God called him home? Yeah. No. Right, kept, kept. He taught others his dream and what he wanted to happen because he already told us we're gonna be in a space where they're going to create food, and that's a whole nother podcast. They're going to create food, seedless food, just to make money. You that's, know, he, he told scary. us, like, I want y'all to learn how to plant and grow your own food because I may not be living to see it, but there's going to come a time where they are going to make unhealthy food. Mm-hmm. It's already out there, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's right. crazy right now. So at that time, you know, so he taught them his legacy. Mm-hmm. And his dream lived to this day. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, his children able to feed the community out of that garden. And and what you bringing up, Jesus you and know? his disciples, I feel like so many, like you said, it's a, it's a make that a whole nother podcast about how to tr- strategically pick individuals mm-hmm. or pick your team. I mm-hmm. think he did it. Of course, he did it the best. I think um, the breakdown of of how we should, um, you know, choose the people in our lives who we were, you know, mm-hmm. um, involved. Because I recently, you know what I'm saying? Recently, I just had that moment where I involved some people in my life mm-hmm. um and 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 allowed them to get information i mean you know just pouring saying too much really mm-hmm. and and then the back the backlash and the and the, and the negativity came with that right mm-hmm. and um and then you know i'm now i'm now i'm frustrated with myself because like i should have known better not to share that with them you see what i'm saying right, like you know right. um because i'm like they're not gonna get it because the way they live their life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of been stuck in the time zone, mm-hmm. you know, for 30 years. Mm-hmm. But they don't see it because the house got bigger. Right. Or, you know, they got a few more cars now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they're thinking that that's an improvement. But I'm like, that's not. <laughs> you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. You're still really in the same place that you were 20, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, I learned that like you just you just cannot bring certain people into your situation and mm-hmm. and let them know about what you got going on because they they real slick about it too. They be mm-hmm. what you been doing, what you got going on, and then you right. start saying and telling them you still your business or whatever. And it's like I think Stephen Harvey said it one time like you can't um you can't share stuff like that with small minded people. Mm-hmm. You know, big, big dreams with small minded people, you right. can't do that. Right. Um. 
but you know and then it leads to a distraction having unnecessary conversations um you know and it just gets you all off track you know and i think that's all of this stuff collectively along with um getting out there first sign of trouble you know people like i knew this wasn't gonna work all this stuff collectively being around the wrong people and Mm -hmm. then you running into um you know uh some challenges along the way is what ultimately makes people quit absolutely but um but i didn't learn like we know we talked about before about being so passionate about it that you're willing to do it for free Mm -hmm. um you know i've heard wealthy people talk about the fact that they don't they don't they don't get it in their minds that they're working for money. Right. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's like, 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 you know, goes, come on now, speak fast. Yeah, on. because it's like when, when we talk about working, like I'm I'm here every day. You know what I'm saying? You know, I put in time on this every single day. It doesn't necessarily mean I'm making money. I we don't get paid by the hour. You know you what I'm saying? Seed in the ground, though. right? That's it. So the harvest coming later in the it season. Is. That's it. <laughs> See, we do that part, and then God bring the rain and all the sunshine right, and everything right. stuff we can't do. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. that's that's why I've been at. Like I'm just putting in the work every day, mm-hmm. and then eventually the money making opportunities will come like mm-hmm. like I said you know not somebody get ready to pay me just to do some voiceover work and I mm-hmm. never thought I would be doing anything like that but you know mm-hmm. who knows what other doors that's going to lead to mm-hmm. you know dimensional creativity mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that's 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 one of the things like in certain seasons I believe that that that's why God given the dimensional creativity, the dimensional faith, mm-hmm. and, and the and the dimensional wealth gates that's opening up over the people of God's life because the kingdom needs it. Mm-hmm. The kingdoms the, the kingdom of God needs it, and you know we never can get weary and tired and sowing seeds and and doing the necessary things it need in that garden of your dream, mm-hmm. pretty much. You know, you tilling the soil, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know, planting those seeds and God making the increase, you know. So one thing that we got to continue to do is show up as the dream farmer. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, I'm coming in every mm-hmm. morning, yep. making sure no weeds grew in the garden of my dream. Right, right. <laughs> you know, if it is, I got the dig it out right you know i gotta keep this clean i gotta keep it tilled i gotta you know i mm-hmm. gotta do what necessary if i need to plant more seeds today here so they can harvest in this next season mm-hmm. like um i use my granddaddy for example um he planted the his sugar cane in a warm season but it harvests in a cold season mm-hmm. Because you can't crop it into the first frost fall on it. Okay. That's where it gets sweetness from. Right. That's what he said. Right. So right. it's like anything in life with anything else. When we plant in one season, yeah. it we don't get that harvest in the same season we plant that seed. It, right. It, it's, in an, it's in another season, but we can't miss the opportunity of planting. Right. That's exactly right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah we've been missing that. Right, uh-huh, right. So uh-huh, uh-huh. we just can't give up. Like we got to continue to feed our dreams. Uh-huh. We gotta do one percent more than we did yesterday. Every day on our dreams, we gotta keep working on them. We gotta keep planting those seeds. Yeah, yeah. because eventually, there's a season coming where it's gonna manifest harvest. Absolutely, absolutely. You know? I I believe that too. I I just know that um, it's it, it can just get difficult along the way. 
mm-hmm. because it's kind of like like I guess like when when um when they was asking Jesus to you know to turn the water into wine, right? Right. It's been so many short versions of that story that's been told over the years, but then when you dive a little deeper into it. You realize how much work they had to put in to get that wine. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, dealing with those big old, you know, um, you know, um, pails of water. And it's like, that's this part of the story, like gallons and gallons and gallons of water that they had to deal with before they got to the wine. So I think that one of those things that we do in life, we want the wine, but we still dealing with water. So it's like, that's when we give up because after so many trips back and forth, Mm-hmm. You know, you just like, you know what, forget this. I'm done. I don't even, I ain't want the wine that bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know oh what I mean? God. That's how I feel like right. people do. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, right. you know what? I, we like, we, you know, we act because they literally ask for wine. And then when you keep dealing with what you didn't ask for for so long, mm-hmm. like, you know what? Come on now. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Like, this still water. I'm done. I want the wine. But, you know, I think that that's where it is with everything. Anything right. you ask God for, absolutely, you're going to get it, but you got to put the work well, in. You got to put the work in. <laughs> Faith without the works is dead. dead. There I you go. See what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, we did right. that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what it all comes down to. People don't want to put the work in. You know, mm-hmm. they just want God to just drop it out the sky. Right. Because when I heard, like, D.R. Hughley tell that joke in the King's Comedy, that's how he put it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Normally, I don't do this, but y'all going to keep the party going. Like, we think that's how God works. Right. No, it's no. not like that. Right. Faithful that works is dead. Nah, you got to put some work in. Like, and that's the only way you're going to get it. Right. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think we, we, we understand that. Uh, you know, I think we a small percentage of people that understand that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, it goes back to the passion. Most people don't love what they do. Um, they just looking to try to get into something to get a bag. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, secure the bag. Yeah, secure mm-hmm. the bag, all that or whatever. I'm like, the easiest way to do that is just to get a job. Yeah, my mentor <laughs> said a job just over broke. Yeah, just over broke. Just over bankrupt. <laughs> yeah. And a job. My mentor, he broke. When I tell you, man, Dr. Miles Moreau, he just like brilliant yeah. with He just brilliant with it. He said a job. He said a job you go there, you pay your bills, but your purpose fulfills you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he said, another thing about your job, he said, your job is not your work. Mm-hmm. He said, your work is what God anointed you to do. Mm-hmm. Your job is what you're skilled to do. Mm-hmm. And he said, or trained, or trained. right, or trained to do. Mm-hmm. He said, your work is what's going to bring your wealth. That's mm-hmm. what God anointed you to do. Mm-hmm. The work of your purpose. That's what he anointed you to do. So it's a difference, mm-hmm. you know, with being fulfilled and not being fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So you think about it. A per a person that really knows and getting and coming into the oneness with their purpose, they dread going to that job. Uh-huh. Oh Lord. And I then that. Yeah. And so we got the we and, and on the flip side of this, knowing that knowing that we know that we coming into the fullness of our purpose or the knowledge of the fullness of our purpose 
We want to be fulfilled. You mm-hmm. will be tormented. Mm-hmm. Tormented. Mm-hmm. If we don't manifest our dreams and fulfill our purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's just one of those things we got to all keep working on. Like, we got to make sure we doing the work. Yeah, I, you know what? Ultimately, uh, I feel like we understand that completely or whatever. Um, and I feel like that's a part of my assignment. I feel like that's a part of yours. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, um, there's a comedian that I know she's, uh, um, uh, how long I've been knowing her? You ever heard of, uh, uh Nikita B? Nikita? Okay. Follow her on, 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 um, Facebook or whatever. She is a very, very funny woman. She is, she also, you know, she does like um, motivational speaking and stuff like that as well. But she's a nurse also, or whatever. But um, but I watched her career grow and blossom to where she is today. But she often uses the phrase "purpose partners." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I believe that's what you are to me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I believe oh, that that's something that we that we have um, connected because I feel like at the end of the day that's an area of empowering people and motivating mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. most most of all in the area of um understanding that your dreams you know are possible that can happen mm-hmm. they just need some help getting there you know what yeah, i'm saying absolutely. they they need some help and some encouragement along the way or whatever um but faith i feel like you and i could talk for hours <laughs> right. i know these folks ain't gonna sit here and listen to us talk for hours <laughs> we got to have have a part two we will. Yeah, you know what I mean? Bring your own, you know, um, how you come back a few more times. Okay, you know what I'm, right. saying? I'm my, down. Thank you, you know for the invite. Mean? Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So tell the folks how they can follow you and, 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 and all that good stuff on and contact you for your pumpkin. I mean, like, why, why I keep saying pumpkin pie? Oh, I ain't no. never had oh, it. Sweet potato sweet cheesecake. Sweet potato, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Nah, nah, that's just that's just for uh, me and her family, y'all, so don't even <laughs> hit up for that. But how, how can they get with you? Um, so you can, I'm on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all across, uh, those three are Faith Franks. That's mm-hmm. F-A-I-T-H-F-R-I-N-K-S. They can follow me on TikTok mm-hmm. as well. Faith Franks and Powers. Mm-hmm. And I'm on all social media platforms. You guys can follow me. I will follow back. I do engage. I do You know, there's nobody else assisting my page for me. So I That's do actually respond back. And um, I share much value on that page. I also have a a like page you can go like, Faith Mind Empowerment Twenty One on Facebook as well. That's a special group. You can send an invite to that group. Um, also, I have a website. It is under construction. I'm working on some stuff, but it's faithfranksandpowers.com. Okay. But you can pretty much find me all of those platforms. So you're aware, yeah. Y'all. She Erwell. She Erwell <laughs> so out here. Thank you, Mr. Dark Eye, for inviting me on tonight. This was absolutely amazing. So, absolutely. yes, I will come back. I know you will. <laughs> I know you will come back. Life coach, empowerment speaker, author, influencer. Uh, she is everything that you need and more. Thank you, Faith Franks, for coming through. You're welcome. Thank y'all for listening to the Mr. Dark Eye Podcast. You know, we are here at 742 North Anderson Road in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Be sure to stop by and check out the Super Icy Brothers. Um, 
the coffee shop in here got some great coffee and they're even selling liquor now y'all so if you want to get your little drink on and super ice brothers got them twisted scoops so y'all come through here man i ain't don't i ain't trying to influence you to drink but i'm just letting you know what we got all right man this is the mr dark out podcast right here on anchor fm new soul music radio the home of motivation to trust god and live your dreams catch you next time